one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Bachelor? uh, That book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm-hmm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral Sleepy Girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This, this is, is the game, game of, of roses. Welcome to the game of roses. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is what's left of Bachelor Clues. We're recording this on Friday. So I'm I'm just fresh out of a dream, a nightmare that I had after watching all three hours of Bachelor in Paradise finale and then recording my breakdown of it. I don't know how you did that podcast alone. I'm so sorry. We literally just like recorded our ad yesterday and I was like, oh, that really took it out of me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> shit, we still have a live show and the three hour podcast. Uh, no, it was my honor and my pleasure to put the show on my back and do what I did. Um, it was not my honor or pleasure to have to watch the finale, though. I still watched it. It was tough. It was tough. 
tough to go through it alone. And Clues and I just started doing the podcast right before yeah. we started recording. So yeah, before we do digging deeper here, which is what this episode is obviously going to be today, and we have some massive clips. We got all kinds of clips about Golden Bachelor. We have Tyler Cameron talking to Hannah Brown on her podcast about World Stuff is Test. We have most dramatic podcast ever where DLH is issuing contract violations left and right. We got Rob yes. Mills on Bachelor Party talking about all kinds of crazy uh, Golden Bachelor stuff coming up. We got Rachel Lindsay committing a contract violation to talk about how the, the Bachelor publicity team on her season lied directly to her face. Uh, we've got Gary Turner committing contract violations on Justin Long's podcast about how producers try to manipulate him. Justin Long, Sauce Warrior. <laughs> I know. We have Nate Olakoya on Dave Neal's Rush Hour talking about um, what happened to the $200,000 that he and Michelle Young were given at the end of that season. <gasps> oh my God. What a feast. I know. We have a lot of good juicy clips today, but uh, we are going to do a little mini episode right now where me and Pace Case are going to talk about the BIP season nine finale because we haven't gotten a chance to do so yet. So what did you think? <laughs> it was, look, it was tough. It was tough to get through. It was tough to go through. And like, I was trying to like only take notes on the stats, but then I was like, oh, I really want to talk about to clues about so many of the things. It was like the fucking wedding. Yeah. I... <laughs> The wedding was my wowie moment of the week. They didn't even try to make it look like a real wedding. Like having no. any person there who wasn't a bachelor contestant. <laughs> having Wells in his own row. A bachelor contestant or somebody who was part of the staff of the hotel. Those were your wedding guests. We the chefs and stuff were coming out. <laughs> oh like, my God. It, it was so bad. I don't really know what they were thinking. You know, and, and in retrospect now, I've had, you know, whatever, six hours or so to simmer down, to rest my eyes and dream of a better world. And uh, to simmer down, I am now left uh -huh. wondering what is the thing I'll take from this season? You know, usually every season has one or two kind of big events that happen or a relationship uh -huh. that comes out of it that you're like, oh, shit, that's split week disaster or Sally suitcase even or Rodney Matthews leaving and everybody having a nervous breakdown, some kind of big moment uh -huh. like that. They don't have to be good. They don't have to be relationships. The season didn't have that. It had nothing. Yeah. What would you say those are? <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> all I can think of is Brayden's error. Yeah. Uh, going out with Becca after Rachel Reckia. And then Redemption Tour, Brayden and Christina Mandrell together. That was my favorite part of the episode. Me too. I gave Christina Mandrell my MVP. That and that should tell <laughs> the producer something. Mandrell is a player who should have been in paradise. She wasn't. Absolutely. And the biggest moment of your entire season of a network reality show was a Instagram reel of a player who wasn't there now dating a yep. player who was. That overshadowed your entire season. Honestly, like having a package deal on sand, I think would have helped it so much because then you get like that, that kind of genuineness, that kind of yeah. like something in this is has stakes or is real or is whatever. Exactly. Exactly. My mind was blown. I was just like, whoa. Oh, Kat and John Henry are engaged. Okay. Interesting. I, I almost gave John Henry my uh, play of the game for that proposal because I did not see that coming. Yeah. Um, But just 
it felt like such a surface level thing. Even Aaron B and Eliza, who are supposed to be our sweetheart couple, I feel like I know nothing about their relationship. They cut them out of the show. And this is what they do. If a couple is strong in the beginning, they cut you out of the show because they need to have their drama. And then in the end, when you get engaged, no one gives a shit. They don't understand how to build narrative around any of these characters. And uh, I think this season will go down in history as the worst one so far, Bachelor in Paradise. Hopefully they learn some lessons and they come back stronger next year um, or do some kind of formatting changes. I'm not sure. I did give Aaron B my play of the game for the Mm. remote blessing from Eliza's mom. But why didn't we see that? Exactly. They have the footage. Give us something to make it feel like this is an actual real proposal. I know. You're watching the show and you're like, is he lying? Is this something the producers just told him to say? Why aren't we seeing it? I also was like, it's kind of weird that like they haven't met the family and Eliza's not giving permission to meet the family. But then I don't know. No, it was a jumbled mess. This whole season was. And the finale, the fact that it had to be three hours to fulfill ABC's schedule uh, was just brutal. You know, there were a lot of times, too, where I was like, they only gave us two final dates. Each of the couples who were going to propose got their final dates. They didn't show much of them. We saw John Henry and Kat flipping around on the paddle boards. Then they had one conversation on a beach towel. We saw Aaron B and Eliza have their um, little dinner and the the sweat lodge thing. But that was so cut down that you got nothing out of it. And instead, what they filled the episode with mainly, at least in my estimation, was colorful, colorful narrator ITMs of other players not involved in these relationships talking about these relationships. Oh, so much of that this season. Good Lord. Show us the actual relationship. It's so boring to hear that stuff. Exactly. Show us, don't tell us. This is a a rudimentary elementary school level storytelling concept. Um, Also, in the end of the episode, when many of the players were self-eliminating or breaking up Mm -hmm. or whatever, and they were giving their exit speeches, I don't know if you noticed, 90% of those were played off face and they were frankenbitten together out of oh i don't even think they got exit speeches that olivia one i was like oh they just pulled a random quote from one of her itms as her exit speech but you could tell she was done and i think that that like the the true nature of why it was so bad is because the the producers don't have good relationships with the players the players hate the producers and the producers hate the players and so when you see somebody like olivia lewis who put this whole fucking season on her back mm-hmm. as soon as michael dumps her that she's like error. okay i'm good she, I mean, I, there were so many errors last night. Everybody was making them left and right. But um, she stood up from that daybed and just marched off. Not a word was spoken. She gets in that fucking SUV and she's like, no, I'm okay. And that's mm-hmm. it. And then you get all of this other dialogue. If I was a person who would cry, then maybe I'd be crying right now. Yeah. But she's not saying it in the back of that car. These are from other ITMs. She's talking about some other event at that point. She's not talking about getting kicked off the show. She wouldn't give him the footage. Yeah. Exactly. And that relationship, if you're a producer, is fucking poison. If you can't get the footage you need to make your show and you have to cobble it together out of ITMs of people talking about other shit, you've got a bad season. And that is, in my opinion, the core of that is because they don't treat these players with respect. And they don't treat the game with respect. And uh, I think this season, it, it showed through. That said... We did see some phenomenal plays coming out of people like Olivia. Mm -hmm. We saw some phenomenal plays followed by a massive error when uh, Braden went on the date with Rachel Recchia and then did not uh, choose her the next week. 
But everything worked out for him, obviously, in Christina Mandrell. Honestly, I liked a lot of what Kylie was doing. Yeah. She was like my runner up for MVP. My MVP was Kat because of that PTC and uh, yeah, just extracting that proposal. I mean, how long were they dating? Uh, maybe six or seven days. <laughs> I know. And most of that, you're not even with the person. Incredible. But they did get their, their fantasy suites. So, you know, that's where everything can change. Hey, they let them do it. Do you think any of those couples that broke up were like, we'd, we'd do the fantasy suite and they were just like, no, you have to break up? I don't know. I mean, I talked about that in my recap. Like, I didn't understand the the Avon and Kylie situation. Why couldn't they have gone to the fantasy suite? Yeah. I mean, I think it was misplayed. They should have agreed with one another. We're going to go to the fantasy suite. Then I won't propose, but we'll you know cut it down yeah. to the wire so we get more screen time. Not that it mattered this season. Nobody got any Instagram followers anyway. I don't even think anybody in that that top tier broke 100K yet. Yikes. I know. Needs a real overhaul. Get those golden producers in here. Cat Izzo is right now, as of recording this, Friday, December 8th, 11, 16 a.m. Cat Izzo, arguably the star of your paradise season, 67K followers. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. John Henry's at 59. Uh, let's see here. Aaron Bryant is at 19.4. And Eliza. Oh, my God. Eliza Isichi is crushing the field with 61.3K. Those are your your couples. It's absolutely unbelievable. I felt sorry for Mari and Kenny. You could kind of tell neither one of them wanted to be there. Um, it was it was just a bad situation all around. That wedding. I mean, they've done weddings. At least fill it with some people that we don't know who could be related to them or something yeah. like it. Just having Wells in a in one of the front pews and. Like Mines. And then I was like trying to do it backwards. And I was like, was Kenny on the same season as Blake Mines? He must have been. I feel like he, Blake overlapped with everyone. Yeah. I was trying to do it backwards too. And I was like, yeah, must have been as well. I couldn't remember. But I thought they were giving Moines enough FaceTime in this episode. And indeed, this, this entire season. Basically, my theory on him is he's kind of the top of the utility crown list. If yeah. this next season of Bachelorette doesn't produce somebody who is clearly victimized or pops off the screen in the right way. If they don't have a, a viable bachelor candidate out of the next season of bachelorette or they do, and that person declines it for whatever reason, I think Blake Moines is number one on their list out of that other pool. What is it called? Like a free agent? <laughs> Boom. I mean, that is something. Yes, that is a phrase. <laughs> well, it <laughs> what would do you be mean? like the, the current Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons, that's your first round picks in the yeah. um, the drafts for who's going to be the crown. But he is the top of that list. I honestly thought John Henry proposing, like, put him in good contention if they do break up. Really? I mean. I don't know. I just don't know anything about him. I watched this whole season, and all I know is he is a deep sea diver, and he has a tattoo of a butcher knife on his right arm. And he doesn't know what anything is. He's a baby. Yeah, doesn't know what vitamin C is. Is that your bachelor? I don't know. Clues. Underwear drawers, they're not organized. They're like the, the Wild West, the final frontier of wardrobes. Mm. And there's no rhyme or reason to them. Y you got ones that are super old, uh, different brands, etc. You don't know what to expect. But now I have felt... 
the buttery soft comfort of me undies. And now I want to replace the whole drawer with me undies because those are my now go to. I'm currently wearing their long sleeve shirt and my, um, <laughs> which is not what this uh, ad is about, but I am also wearing the super soft, sustainable modal fabric thong with no roll black waistband you want that you don't want it to be rolling you don't want it to be showing and i'm hooked i don't want to wear anything else it's all got to go now well this ad actually is kind of about that pace case everybody knows me undies <laughs> makes great underwear it's in the name me undies but it's not just about underwear you can explore the lounge collection featuring comfy joggers hoodies onesies and a whole bunch more and their move me activewear collection is the softest activewear on the market there's no doubt about it Right now, you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash roses. That's MeUndies.com slash roses for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well unfiltered mineral filled water could be the reason why did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry irritated skin and that about 85 percent of the united states uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine that's where canopy's new filtered shower head comes in known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier canopy is dermatologist recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free, installation's a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement. Go to canopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, Gore listeners can use our code ROSES at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And One Skin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. Um, but all in all, Bachelor in Paradise Season 9, so far the worst season they've ever made. 
for a wide variety of reasons, all of which are easily fixable. Hopefully they will fix them. Ha ha ha. Yeah. You want the colorful narration adding like a flair to what's happening. A funny yes. take on it, a funny joke or roast or riff or impression. You don't want it literally telling all of your stories. Yeah, that we've just seen, by the way. They would do things where like Avon and, and Kylie would have a conversation and then they would have three colorful narrators right after that. Well, they're having a conversation right now. I hope it's going good. I wonder what's happening. They've had other conversations earlier today that seem bad and that they'd cut to somebody else. This conversation they're having is a real crazy one. It's like, huh? I get that you are incapable of making enough content to fill the order. I understand that. But if that's the case, just show me B-roll of people like fucking around in the sand when they were doing like that diving competition, just diving into the swimming pool. That at least was yeah. funny. Show me their antics. Let me see that. D stop having yeah. these fucking ITMs of people explaining what we've already seen. It's so boring. And the ratings showed it, you know? I agree. Show me what Aaron B. and Eliza ever talked about besides their relationship and getting engaged. I know they must have talked about something. <laughs> yep, probably. I agree. He did. He did really emphasize how he knew Eliza's breakfast order. I feel like that was his main thing. <laughs> Made it into the proposal speech. The ratings for we don't have the ratings for last night's finale just yet. But uh, the ratings over the course of this season, Golden Bachelor, by the way, was in like the 0.5 area, 0.5, 1, 2, 3 um, in the demo. Bachelor in Paradise, I'm looking at it now, never cracked 0.38, which is roughly a 40% uh, decline from what their lead-in show Golden Bachelor was. They got some episodes didn't even get 2 million viewers. Um, it, it's just this is a big loss for ABC and for the franchise. And I feel like they they have to make some changes here. They have to see this. You know, Th these numbers are all they care about. That montage was pretty interesting, too, at the end. Yeah. Showing all the successful Paradise couples except Kufrin uh, and Big Body. God, that I, I couldn't believe. And I, I made a little meme about it. I don't know if it's because Kufrin and Big Body told them, like, don't put our fucking picture in your dumb show. Or if it's because they were just like, fuck them. Their persona non grata. I don't know. I don't know why, but it mm. wasn't there. And it was, it stuck out like a sore thumb to me. You're showing all these successful paradise couples. It's like, this is arguably the most successful paradise couple. She's a former bachelorette. He is a, a redeemed villain. They have a baby together now and they're married. Say lovey. And dogs. I was also thinking of like Carly and Evan's kid. Oh yeah, Carly and Evan were were not in there. I'm like, that's a kid that came out of sand, but yeah, they're divorced now, so I guess they don't get to be in the montage. No. But um, that was it. That was Bachelor in Paradise season nine, the finale. We give you a little mini breakdown here. Now we got to get to uh, what we came here to do, Pace Case. Mm -hmm. This is digging deeper. All right, we got some clips here, some big ones. We're going to start off with Bachelor Happy Hour, of course, the podcast of record for our beloved game. The guest on uh, December 4th was none other than who we believe will be the Golden Crown, Leslie Fema. And in this clip, Leslie Fema dips her toe into the contract violation pool by discussing what Gary told her in Fantasy Suites. Here we go. Well, so I guess like it, it came out that Teresa said that he basically proposed to her 
in the fantasy. Yeah, I didn't see that last night. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, did did he do that with you? Proposed to me. He made plans with me uh, for future. Um, he said he made plans with you for the future. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like save the date. Um, this is what we're gonna do. I can't wait for us two more days. You know, we'll be done with this. Um, be together, start our life. Did he say, "Will you marry me?" In there, no. But he all but said that. I mean, I would have been happy with just "I love you," but he took it to a different level. Yeah. And when he woke up, we woke up the next morning, and he left. He turned around three times and blew me kisses. He didn't want to leave. Um, that's why I wasn't worried that he was going on a date. I was just knew that he had to get through the motions. This is why I love, we can't ever lose clickbait. We, he's got to stay on clickbait forever. I didn't see those pronunciations coming. <laughs> we are now calling happy hour clickbait for those who don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, this is very interesting because this is a contract violation. If it's not in the edit, you can't talk about it. And here she's talking about what he told her in the fantasy suite. Now, I will also add to this that, you know, Gary sidestepped that Hollywood Reporter article that claims he had a year and a half relationship with somebody who lived with him. Completely sidestepped it. He actually did an interview with Katie Couric where she asked him about it. And he just says, that's in the past. I am looking forward to the future. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even address it. So he's completely ignoring it, as did the franchise. Um, This here, though is kind of painting him in a shitty light. I feel like there is a little bit of, within the the franchise, a little bit of an acceptance Mm -hmm. of the tarnishing of him now. And because they've got to move on. They've got to now have their Golden Bachelorette. It's obviously going to be Leslie Fema. Putting her on Happy Hour, a.k.a. Clickbait, to say this exact thing is part of her victimization strategy, part of the network's strategy to paint her as somebody very deserving of wearing the crown, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... It's so hard for me to think that they wouldn't give it to her at this point. I feel like people would riot um, because of this whole thing. And I i mean, it's very it's just like showing that Golden is just going to fall into line with how Bachelor works as well. It's OK to tarnish the Bachelor at the end of the season when you're just trying to launch the next Bachelorette. Yeah. Now we accept it a little. I agree. That is what it feels like to me, too. And also like. I feel like Gary has kind of explained it away, just being like, I was compartmentalizing. I was giving it my all with each person. It's like, okay, well, I guess you can say anything then. Some bachelor has to, in his inauguration speech, basically just come out and say, look, here's the deal. I'm going to tell almost all of you that I love you and you have to be okay with that. And that's just how we're going to move forward from now on. <laughs> I mean, because they all get painted into these corners in the end. No, in his inauguration speech, he goes, I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> when he does his first, the first rose ceremony, will you accept this rose? And will you accept my love? Because I'm in love with you. Because I can confidently say, after the conversation we had at the cocktail party tonight, I am no longer falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Do that to everyone. Fuck, please let that happen. <laughs> Nancy, I loved your little spin dance coming out of the limo. Yeah. <laughs> Love level four. Locked in. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully that will happen in the next season. Uh, but now we must move on to two clips that come to us from Better Tomorrow with the guest Tyler Cameron. And in these clips, he and Beast are talking about 
World's Toughest Test, the Special Forces show that they both won along with the great one, Nick Vial. And they're talking about essentially comparing the experience to Bachelor, especially in this first clip. Tyler Cameron is comparing uh, what it was like on Bachelorette to what it was like being out in the wilderness, lugging around these 500 pound boats and shit. And the possibility that Hannah Brown herself is essentially tough enough to be an instructor on that show. This clip is hilarious and it sheds some real light into the psychology of being in both of these franchises. Uh, let's listen to it now. If you want to hear this clip and all of these other clips uh, where Tyler's talking about World's Toughest Test, where we've got um, Dark Lord Harrison talking about old school shit from uh, Bachelor season 15 and who was a better game player back in season 16, Courtney Robertson's wardrobe and who came up with the idea for that. Hey, Fog After Dark with DLH. It basically is that. He's he's dispensing some crazy secrets. Uh, if you want to hear Rob Mills, the head of ABC reality TV programming, talking about Golden and everything that went on and how they made the show and why they made the show. If you want to talk about, if you want to hear Rachel Lindsay talking about a massive contract violation about how the Bachelor publicity team lied to her, you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash Game Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. You get all the rest of this episode. You get all the digging deepers we've ever done. All those pace case palapas. All those clues corners. That live show that we do half an hour before the game starts, whenever that may be, Monday or Thursday. Now it's switching back to Mondays. And you'll get access to our Discord where you can submit your own scream from the pit. And we play those on This Week in Bachelor Nation. So please join us in the bottom of the pit. It's the pit. You can get it in. Dig around in all this content. It's the pit. Come on, admit. You want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit. There's room enough to fit. Everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit, you can get it in, and dig around in all this content, it's the pit, come on, admit, you wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits, it's the pit, there's room enough to fit, everyone who wants to come in, it's the pit. 